the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Let's begin with prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the blessings that you give to us. We thank you, Father, that you allow us to pray and that it's a gift from you that we can have this relationship with you. We thank you, Father, for all that you are doing, and we're looking forward to your anointing upon us and your answering our prayers so that we can give you tremendous glory with all the people we are sharing with. So we bless you, we thank you, and praise you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay, so we're getting back to the basics as we've talked about. Uh, In fact, we're doing the same thing at Sharesh David. We're talking about, well, who God is, uh, what he's given us. And uh, last week we talked about the authority that we have in him. And uh, today we're talking about prayer. But before we get started, let me mention a couple things. Uh, Your financial support would bless us as we uh, depend on your generosity to stay on the air. Also, I have a couple wonderful booklets. Uh, The one we're going to go over today is a prayer organizer. And if you like today's program, you might want to get that booklet. It's free. We can email it to you. We can send it to you, whatever you like. Also, that other booklet called 2021, Stand on God's Word, 39 Scriptures to Pray, uh, I think it would really bless you. Finally, we have an amazing opportunity for your children or grandchildren. It's a new Bible for them using the TLV translation. It's abridged, so it's uh, they chose 52 stories from Scripture, abridged those, so that it would be appropriate for your early readers up to about maybe 12 or 13 years old probably would really enjoy it. And each story has a coloring page, 
And this would be fantastic to do with your child or your grandchild. So it would be great. Now, this is $30 if we mail it to you, $25 if you pick it up. So call our office, 813-831-5673. Also, we'd love for you to visit uh, our locations. And I'm extremely excited that this next Saturday, uh, this um, January 30th, I believe it is, uh, we have Dr. Michael Brown speaking in our congregation. If you can't come um, and see him live, then uh, my suggestion is get on Facebook Live and watch him. Uh, that will be 11 o'clock on that Saturday. So um, we talked, as I said last week, about authority. Authority means the right to command and enforce obedience. And I believe that we have been given authority. And if you don't believe that we've been given authority in the spiritual realm, I think it's going to be hard to pray. So um, assuming that you feel that God has given us the authority and we just haven't used it well yet or don't know how to use it or you'd like to use it better uh today we're talking about prayer and prayer you know in the most basic form is communicating with god however for our time of prayer let's define prayer this way requesting of god with confidence and faith to do something that is believed to be in his will by our dependency and authority given to us in the name of Yeshua. Okay, that's a fairly long uh, definition of prayer. I'll do it one more time for those of you who are taking notes. Requesting of God with confidence and faith to do something that is believed to be in his will by our dependency and authority given to us in the name of Yeshua. Now, what do we pray for? Well, uh, I, when I pray, I pray for personal revival. I want to see myself be on fire for the Lord and to get closer to him and hungry, just hungry for him. And, and uh, I pray that for my family, my friends. I, I pray it for our, uh, my, the congregations I represent, corporate revival. I pray it for our country. I pray it for Israel. I pray it over what I consider the seven influences to change our culture, um, which would be the government, the media, education, the family, business, arts and entertainment, and religion uh, or faith. Uh, I pray it over the Messianic movement. You know, there's just so much to pray for. And I believe that we pray for the underprivileged and the underserved and and so much. So in this prayer booklet that I'm talking about, it's I call it a prayer organizer. I have a space for you to write your personal prayers, your names of people you want to see come to the Lord, for people to be healed and and circumstances that need to be changed. So to my way of thinking, this prayer time that I'm talking about is what I would call your quiet time with the Lord. And so I'd, I'd like you to consider eight parts to what we do when we have that quiet time, when we pray. Number one, 
And I believe uh, this should be the first thing we do, is to praise God. Secondly, we should confess sin. Third, forgive each other. Four, listen for God's voice. Five, proclaim, proclaim his word. Six, intercede for others, the praying for others. Seven, uh, pray for ourselves. And eight, giving thanks. Now, it doesn't have to be done in this order. It doesn't have to always, all your quiet time or prayer time doesn't have to include all eight things. But I think all eight things are really important. So if you can include them, that'd be great. That does make your prayer time long. So uh, it's hard for me to pray much under 45 minutes a day. Usually it's closer to an hour or an hour and a half. But again, you can start off slowly. It, it, the, the key is to pray and to start. <laughs> okay, so as I said, the first thing to do is praise. And, and in Psalm 22, 4, it says, Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. So this is talking about God being holy, and he is enthroned on the praises of his people. I'd like you to kind of picture that in your mind, that God is enthroned on the praises of you and I. What a great reason to praise God. And uh, in Hebrews thirteen fifteen, I love this scripture about praise. It says, through Yeshua, then, let us continually offer up a good uh, uh, to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips giving thanks to his name. Isn't that wonderful? Okay, now praise, I believe, is expressing our excitement of who God is. And it can be spoken or sung. You can dance. You can express your excitement in so many different ways. But it, you, you are expressing how amazing he is. And we begin with praise to show God that it's all about him, that he is first in our lives. So uh, that is the first thing I think we should do. And secondly, in order to get close to God, even within our quiet time, Besides making him number one, I think we should confess our sins because we know from um, Isaiah 59, 2, I believe it is, that we actually, that sin separates us from God. So if sin separates us, then obviously to confess our sin brings us closer. So we tell him that we're sorry for specific sins and also for those sins we don't know about. And we do it from the heart as transparently as possible because, look, God knows it anyway. This is not for God. This is for us. And so Psalm 32.5 is a great scripture about confessing sin. It says, Then I acknowledge my sin to you and did not hide my iniquity. I said, I confess my transgressions to Adonai, and you, Adonai, forgave the guilt of my sin. Isn't that great? And of course, you know the scripture, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. 
Now, part of asking for forgiveness is to forgive others, and you could do it here in the quiet time or later on. I've chosen in in what I'm doing today and next week uh, to do it a little later on in the quiet time. I, I would just mention that Mark eleven twenty five says this, whenever you stand praying, and by the way, I am standing, <laughs> thought you'd like to know that. If you have anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father in heaven may also forgive you your transgressions. Great reason to forgive anybody and everybody that we have something, uh, have a difficulty with. And part of my prayer would be that anything that is not of the Lord, let it be gone in the name of Yeshua. And I pray each day that God would help me to uh, fight temptation of sin. And I often use 1 Corinthians 10.13, no temptation has been taken hold of you except what is common to mankind, but God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can handle. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape, so you will be able to endure it. So, now we've prayed for ourselves. We put God first. We uh, ask God to forgive. We uh, forgave others. And uh, we pray for ourselves first, I believe, Um because it is the continuation of getting right before the Lord. As we're transformed by God and his word for ourselves, we can then, it's easier to pray for others, uh, and we'll have more confidence of our authority once we feel completely clean, completely washed by God. So Psalm 5.4 says this, Adonai, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer before you and watch expectantly. So here it is. You're listening to me probably in the morning. And so what a great thing to do after this program is to go into prayer and then watch expectantly. And watching expectantly means that you look at your day and you see how God is moving based on the prayers that you have. So here's an example of a short prayer that I might say. Lord, may you see me as your disciple, loving you and bringing you glory. Cause my thoughts to be your thoughts, my desires to be your desires, and my will to be your will. May I say no more or less than you would have me say. Keep me on your path, protecting me from Hasatan's traps. May the power of your Ruach strengthen me, teach me, anoint me to encourage others, and help me carry out your calling on my life. So that would be an example. But then I would continue on because I have a lot of desires from the Lord. So the next one I'd pray for me is, Lord, help me to grow in the fruit of the Ruach, in the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 24. I'll recite this and try and think about each word that I'm reciting because these are things that I want to go deep into my spirit. So I say, but the fruit of the Ruach is love. And then I think about all the ways and, and the attributes of love. And then I think about joy. 
same thing. I, I, I try and picture what joy looks like, what, it's, what, is, what is going on in my innermost being when I am joyful. Peace, that I allow God's peace to reign in my life. Patience. Well, that's probably my number one issue. If, if uh, of all of these, I mean, all of these I can do better, but patience uh, is certainly one that I could do a lot better. Uh, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Messiah have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So, God's saying that if I have crucified my flesh, which I'm praying I have, and because I belong to him, then these areas of the fruit of the Spirit will, will come in greater, in greater strengths to me as I continue to worship him. Another area that I like to pray about for myself is that I would have victory. And that I would feel encouraged. And one of the scriptures recently that's encouraged me is 1 Corinthians 15, 57 and 58. But thanks be to God who keeps giving us the victory through our Lord, Yeshua the Messiah. I, I love that verse. And I like to focus and think about it a while because this, this, if I have faith and if I have the authority and if I understand that God's word is true, then thanks be to God who keeps giving us the victory through our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. I'm going to walk in that. Yay. Amen. And then it says, therefore, my dearly loved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling. In the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And that to me also is encouraging because, you know, sometimes you feel like your labor in the Lord is in vain. But God is saying, no, no, he's going to take that and turn it to good, whatever you think the problems are. Then I also pray about relationships. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as you, in fact, are doing. And I pray that that would be a true statement, just in fact that I am doing, that I'm encouraging people and building them up. I pray to do that with my, my wife, my children, my siblings, just my family, my congregation, all believers, people who I meet. I want to be an encouragement. Also about relationships, I love scripture from Philippians 2, 3 through 5. Do nothing out of selfishness or conceit, but with humility, consider others as more important than yourselves, looking out not only for your own interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this attitude in yourselves, which also was in Messiah Yeshua. So that's a, a strong scripture for me. I like to focus my thoughts on not being selfish or conceited and, and, and really sensing the humility that God wants me to have. And I, I focus and spend time thinking about it, visualizing it, expecting that God's word 
is going to change me, transform me, and that I would become more like what he is desiring. And then I might pray something like this, Lord, may I have your spirit of grace, forgiving and reconciling everyone in order to draw close or closer to you and closer to man. Because that's really, I think the goal of the disciple is to be close with you, Lord, and close to people. Mark eleven twenty five says, and, and again, I, I think I just mentioned that whenever you stand in prayer, you know, forgive people so that they, that our father will forgive us as well. But one of the scriptures that really speaks to me is 2 Corinthians five eighteen through 21. It says, Now all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Messiah, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. I like to think about that because uh, this is a ministry that God is giving, I believe, to everybody a ministry of reconciliation. That is, Messiah God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And he has entrusted the message of reconciliation to us. Imagine God entrusting that message to us. We're therefore ambassadors for Messiah. Because he's entrusted reconciliation to us, we're now his ambassador as though God were making his appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Messiah, be reconciled to God. He made the one who knew no sin to become a sin offering on our behalf so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. I also pray for myself for the gifts of the Ruach HaKodesh, the gifts of the Spirit. Now, some of you might not think that all of these gifts are for today. I'm not going to get into that. It doesn't matter. It's Scripture. I'm going to pray for it (laughs) and let God work out the details, right? So I pray for prophecy. I pray for speaking in tongues. I pray for faith and healing and interpretations of tongues, miracles, wisdom of God, uh, words of knowledge, discerning of spirits, also being able to serve and exhort and leadership and giving and mercy and helps and administration. Also, may I be an excellent ambassador, prophet, proclaimer of the good news, shepherd and teacher. And if you want to know where those all come from, it's First Corinthians. Corinthians 12, Romans 12, and Ephesians 4. Well, wow, we still have a lot to do, and this is already the end of today's teaching. But I'm expecting that you will come back next week, and we will finish this portion of the teaching. But I do want to remind you that we stay on the air through your gracious gifts, so Please uh, bless us by calling 813-831-5673, our office, or hit the donate button at our website, heartofmessiah.org. Please don't forget these booklets. I I really think they're going to bless you. They're free. (laughs) So that's the 2021 Stand on God's Word booklet, and also the prayer organizer, which will help you 
pray as we were doing today? Because all of this that I did today comes from that uh, booklet. And there's no cost. It's free. We can email it to you. We can send it to you so you have a hard copy, whatever you prefer. But um, I really do think that this is something you should do. Call us, 813-831-5673, to receive both booklets. Just say, give me the booklets. We'll understand. And also, a, a, a great opportunity to get the children's Bible, Grow With Me Bible. It's, it's, it's something that you would have a great time using with your child or your grandchild, so get that as well. Well, visit us uh, again. As I said, Dr. Michael Brown will be speaking next Saturday at 11 o'clock at our services. We love visitors, so feel free to come by. And if you have any questions or comments, uh, feel free to email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Let's close in prayer. Father, I just thank you and praise you and worship you for this time that we've had. Lord, prayer is, is I believe, that motor that runs our boat as believers. So, Lord, I pray for each and every person to sense the power of your Spirit through prayer. I pray that the Lord would be their first priority. I pray that they would grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 